did and was uh was was out was out out of commission oh maybe i should turn you yeah, on there you on. go there we go this I'm is live radio say. hey robert you want to you want to talk on the radio I guess now so like that little light i'm glad we have like this super mics here with the the little you know professional the light mic. that tells you when the mic's on that yeah. i never look at i know and i couldn't hear myself in the monitor i need yeah. music in the monitors um but yeah, that's the thing that we're here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like I really like the studio. I know I joke a lot about the studio, but mm-hmm. I like it. Like we could do this show anywhere, but yeah. I'm glad that we're doing it here because it yeah. just adds it adds an air of adultness. It's professional, to right? The show. Well, it's not. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I mean, I think you're. I think you're doing too I mean, much. Right my now. studio at home's coming along pretty good, but but you know, I I can't go around dropping like three hundred dollars on a mic every other month. You know right. what I mean? I just I just spent a hundred dollars on a on an arm, dude. Yeah, like on a on a on a, on a good one? stand. Yeah, I got the um, I from one of the. I don't want to even get close mm-hmm. to doing an ad, but it's no, like one of the major. It's one of the major mic makers, and then finally, because I was like, "Well, I can spend thirty dollars on garbage and have it break in a couple in months." In two months, you need a new one. And then maybe if I spend, you know, four mm-hmm. times as much, it's it's gonna last, you know, longer than yeah. a year. So hopefully, it is. It's actually funny the setup because my desk is so weird. So it's like the arms nice and articulated, and it clamps really good. I could drill a hole in my desk if I wanted to, and like permanently. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, as soon as you do that, you decide. Like, uh, I want to put it somewhere else. Actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, my desk is weird to where it's thin on the side, so the little clamp doesn't go up far yeah. enough. And so I was like, man, what am I gonna do? I actually had to take one of my uh, my pandemic toys that I got. I, I mm. got into the roller skating craze, and I bought myself a pair of roller skates. Uh huh. Oh, so nice. I was roller skating. I was like, the, how everybody cut their own bangs during mm-hmm. COVID. I I roller skated. I painted my nails during COVID. Yeah. So. And so I took one of the roller skate wheels, and then because I actually bought like I have street I have street wheels and I have rink wheels, mm-hmm. and I just used that to like prop up the nice. to clamp it to the desk. So I was like a roller skate. Wheel Do you know there. if the um if the roller the uh the uh roller girls were running again? Yeah, they I are. used to go. I used to go to those games every now and then. That was pretty fun. No, they are. I don't know if they're at UNO anymore, but they definitely are. Um, they were out at that running of the bulls. Where oh were. yeah, I remember that. I yeah, yeah. That. It's just an, a good excuse to drink, and it's like the crowd's really nice. It's not mm. like Red Dress Run, which the charity Red Dress Run. Yeah, pay your money or whatever, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and have a good time. But travel here and stay in an Airbnb or whatever but people do. The like worst all those people on earth. Like that mm-hmm. is. If you talk to people who work in the quarter, um, I used to be one of those people. No tippers. It's the worst people. Well, here's the thing about the Red Dress Run. Why it's actually that was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, no, it was like a month ago. Why okay. it's the worst thing on earth is because one, 90% of the people showing up for that thing aren't giving money to the what is it? The not the Red Cross, but I whatever, it doesn't matter. They're not giving money to that thing, they're not running the 5k or the 10k or whatever they got. They're not even part of it's just oh, I'm a dude and I'm gonna wear a dress and be in the French Quarter. Isn't, Whoa, that, isn't that wacky? Isn't that wild and funny? And then, like, like, like in the year of our Lord, that's supposed to be the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. That's supposed to be somehow shocking. The interesting thing about that too is that, like, when the dudes that do the red dress run, 
like wear the red dresses. They're gonna steal my thunder. Exactly They're gonna try and act more macho. My man. Yeah. Okay. We did not talk about no, this. No. This didn't. is right off the cuff. And I was gonna say like they that try to, is like, make up for all of like wearing a dress, which is just like whatever, exactly. and try and be like super extra. Exactly. You you stole my thunder, and I'm glad you did because I'm not the only <laughs> one about that. Because no, that's that's exactly what it is. Is that these dudes. So they think it's so crazy to wear a dress. And I'm like, first of all, you're in the French Quarter in New Orleans. You can do this. One of the gayest places on earth. Yeah. You can do this 365 days a a year and no one's going to care. Mm -hmm. No one's going to look at you twice. Two, now that you got the dress on, you got to you got to act super tough with a dress on. Yeah. I've never almost like the every every time. The, the handful of times I almost got into a fist fight with somebody in the streets of New Orleans, twice was because dudes in dresses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I will knock you out and you're going to look real You'll dumb. You'll be knocked out in a dress. They're going to take you to university in that dress. Mm-hmm. So play with me. And like, I, I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. it so much. And people are just hammered at mm-hmm. like, Noon and they're just it's hot and they're just puking all in the street. Yeah, but it's like, always in the middle of summer. But what you call it? But like, you would think that the running of the bulls has the same vibes, but it doesn't. And no, I because you have you, you have you know beefy women on roller skates whacking you with foam I think clubs. That's a yeah. I think there might be a, a, like a I don't want to say a feminist. Like angle, they can but, actually target people that are getting out of line and whack the crap out of them. Yeah, and I think that like it kind of self regulates. I don't know. I mean, it's just there's, a, there's early. a dynamic there. I mean, the 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 the, the show is about the uh, the bulls. You know, it's about the the women that do it. So it might be a little too early for them people too because uh-huh. I'm out there like six drinking. Yeah, and like it's. Cool. I never go I'm to like, these things. We so. should go next time. We should go, it's, and it's done. Right? We could do. A, we could do a live show out there. Pretty, pretty <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, those. That's so. The thing I'm like most in New Orleans is red dress run. I mean red dress run. Um, running in the <laughs> bulls and. Um, well, I like Tet. I like the uh-huh. uh, Vietnamese New Year out at Queen of Saint. Well, Mary. this weekend is a very New Orleans specific oh, I'm thing. Going it's to that, it's bro. uh, I know exactly it's Decadence Fest. Oh, I, you talking about Decadence? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the Morgan City Shrimp and Petroleum Festival, which sounds oh, like something oh, out of Fargo. That's true, that's but true. it's a real thing that exists. That's this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna go to that today. Oh, okay. Just to goof around. Oh, I guess you're not coming to the barbecue then. Okay. Oh, that's today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I might. We'll see. Yeah. Well, it, was, it depends on what time my wife actually wants to wake up. She, yeah, yeah. She has a lot of. Um, she says a lot of things. Yeah. She says she's gonna do a lot of things, and yeah. then that doesn't happen. Well, anyway, um, but but yeah, the Let's talk about decad- decadence. is. I mean, what what is there to say? It's like the weekend where. Uh, the LGBT, you know, folks come and they party down. It's great. Right. It's, it's like they, they had a pretty, pretty cool, like, you know, rainbow flirtily that they put on the street recently. I'm sure that there's, you know, corporate sponsorships or whatever sure. to that. Who cares? I don't know. Are there? Because like decadence is like, I don't, it's a little I wish, bit revolutionary. Let me call, so let me call my things. queer friends and just live. Like, I'm just going to hit get, queer on you know, my phone and get just be, like, get them on the radio right now. Because the thing is like, we have like, it's completely different from pride where I, yeah, I it's be, not as corporate, definitely not as corporate as Pride. It's more could, of a party. I could be completely wrong about this, but Pride is more of like a family thing. Uh huh. And then like decadence is like a. Hey, it's like, a party. We at we we out here at the Phoenix, yo. Like this is not like. Please don't. Just when I see when I see um when I see. Well, I came home late last night. I came home mm-hmm. at like I was out at the bar and I came home at like three. Uh huh. And I passed by on uh, Elysian. Them boys were out there. They're partying. At 3 a.m. outside mm-hmm. the Phoenix. Yeah. And I was just like, 
you better slay, you better work. I'm like, good for y'all. Make it happen. <laughs> um, but 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 I guess when I see so, like like street art that gets like positive mainstream press coverage, I'm instantly like, is this corporate stuff or is this like legit like like art by people that are human beings? You sure. know what I mean? I mean, it's. I mean, I think for that big Fleur de Lis, it's yeah. going to be kind of both. Yeah. I'm sure the city's not paying for that. I'm sure yeah. it's like Capital, I gotta look into that. Capital One or something stupid. I mean, it's like cool that. regardless. Yeah. I don't know. I have I have mixed feelings about that. Like. I had to, I had to school people. Um, literally, this is I, I, I'm barely, this is barely hyperbolic. I was at work and they were having some kind of the the meeting, the city meeting for like um, Pride a couple months ago, and people couldn't understand why they didn't want the police at Pride. And I was, mm-hmm. and, and and literally, my boss goes, Robert, you know, oh, what you playing? Oh, you you got other things to do, Jeff? Oh, we got phone calls. What? We have a phone call on the air right now, live. This is wild. Yeah, what's up? What'd it do? You wanna you wanna share with the class, Jeff? Hold on. I, hold on. I got I got Mid City Martha on the phone. I wish I could plug you through. What on earth? Um, but it's created by who? Oh, we're getting live updates on the Florida Lee. This is exciting. We never get a phone call. I didn't okay, know we so had a Wendell phone Brunian, here. son of uh I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the, okay, so Brunius, okay, and it's totally, totally straight up uh, legit street art. What? I mean, I guess okay. you get a permit for anything in this city, right? Isn't that the joke that the guy who took down Cosby had? Uh, brother, I can hear her. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. Thank you for that, uh, Ms. C. Martha. Anything you want to add in? Turn it up and, and put the... Thanks, Martha. We gotta have you back on sometime. Uh, former guest of the show, friend of the show, Mid City Martha, jumping in. Sick. Good talking to you. All right, we, we gotta figure out how to patch these calls through mind. to the board. We gotta figure that part this. out too. This is, this is hot. All right, buddy. Bye. Let's let's uh, let's pip the line. Let's let's do the phone. Well, uh, the uh, well, Whatever, man. I actually don't have the number. Well, here it's it right is. There, yeah, five zero four six two three nine four four eight. Not a five zero four six two three W H I V. Yeah, you can call in, but uh, we don't have a way to patch through, unfortunately. We'll just, but we can kind of just we'll kind of roll with it. Receiver up to the phone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't care if we got to get. <laughs> you yeah. can hear. You can hear when I do that. Yeah, I can hear it. All right, it was cool. fine. Yeah, so I was like, just turn the mic up and yeah. then let it rip. But yeah, Martha's um, cool. We've had Martha on the show, remember, uh, a remember. long time ago. Um, I, I, I believe we were talking about like like um, um, immigration and like a lot of the ICE detention centers oh, really? and uh, like support for that. It was probably two years ago. This was prior to COVID, two and a half, three years ago. We did the we did the interview with her in the in the uh, in the. Um, in the studio, in the front, mm-hmm. in the in the front area, you, me, Aaron, yeah. and Scott might have been I'm here. Awful. I don't. That's remember. like I don't like remember old time. Are. Like that's like old time. Good morning, comrade. I know two Marthas. I remember two Marthas. There is, um, there's my my rest in peace, my Labrador Retriever as a kid. Rip. And then it was a Martha I knew when I was in America yeah. when I first moved here, and I was like in love with her. Yeah, she but she's so crunchy and cool mm-hmm. and like. But I wonder what she's she's in the city. But yeah, check out Mid City Martha today at I think she said it was four, uh, right here on WHIV. Martha rules. Uh, we love her. Um, but anyway, decadence. Um, ba- um, decadence. So yeah, I could be completely wrong. And again, 
queer citizens of New Orleans, please call the WHIV dedicated hotline line at uh, 504-623-9448. That's 623-504-623-WHIV. I could be completely wrong, but I've just always assumed that, like, so decadence is, like, the A... Like don't bring like don't bring your kids around here, please. <laughs> Not in the same way. Because we're trying to do the thing. Not like I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Um It's uh, cause my um, like like the the people that make arguments against like kink at pride, like that's still I think that's still ridiculous or whatever. Right. But like you're never gonna stop kink at decadence. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> it's like, never gonna happen. Can we? Yeah, let's um. Did you have an agenda? Uh, did you uh, have, well, I did want to talk a little bit about... Because I was um, like, I could talk about the... Uh, I, I really... I've had that go, whole drag go, go queen off, thing on Go my off mind. on that. We could talk about um, Jackson not having any water later. That's cool. But um, so the guy... Uh, who we talking about? Oh, Pride. So because my, um, my buddy who who's the best man at my wedding and then his husband... Like they don't go to Pride. I mean, they don't go to Decadence because they're like, that's too much. They doing too much. We too old. And I'm like, I get you. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was. It was just fun. It's. It was cool to like. Yeah, I saw. I saw all the boys out there out there last night when I was coming home from the bar, and I was like, damn, it's really popping out here. Mm-hmm. Um, for decadence, and I don't know. Like, I've been watching a lot of that. Uh, well, you saw the um, John Brown Gun Club in Texas who defended the drag brunch from. No, I didn't see that. Oh, you haven't seen that? No. So, that was okay. recent? Yeah, it was like last week. So That's awesome. There was like actual Antifa, God bless the troops. Um <laughs> there were a bunch of they were trying to shut down an all ages these these chuds, these right wing Yeah, there's been a really um weird a weird sort of like anti-drag like reactionary movement so, recently. Well, that's which, like drag has been around forever. That's because it's culturally relevant and it's yeah. not ha ha ha. It's the whole argument of um, the reason why that happens. And again, I don't I don't mean to speak for like queer people. And these but, people must have never been to a drag show ever because it's like it's just literally just people singing show tunes. Well, it can be dirty. That's the it point. But you're not doing that at like an not all the ones that kids you're, go you're to. You're doing that on like Monday night at midnight at always. You're not doing that on like, you're not doing no. that at 10 a.m. on a Sunday when a kid's eating like yeah. a stack of pancakes. If kids are there, that's hamburger not happening. Dog. Yeah, that's not happening. And so the thing is, um, I've been watching it. I watch that. And in Texas, they tried to show up and be like, you're grooming your kid, grooming, you're grooming these kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, John Brown Gun Club, armed leftist came out and just like surrounded the, uh, the, the bistro or whatever, the restaurant mm-hmm. and allowed this to like take place. So that way they couldn't, you know, and they, and these people were shook. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that like shakes these people more than like leftist Wait, with guns. W- w- weren't they just like, um, she, aren't they just, um, ex- exercising their second amendment, right? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, no, it's second amendment for thee. I yeah. mean, for me, not for thee. That's, that's how they rock. Like mm-hmm. the, ironically the way to, you know, I'm not like a super gun guy. I'm not no, like God get all the guns, but I'm like, I'm pro gun ownership. Um, but ironically the way to get, you know, gun control in this country is if queer women and POC people just all armed up. That's all where, of a sudden they'd be like, Oh man, we gotta get that. I mean, ask the Black Panthers what That's where the gun Reagan, control in California was, in the seventies came from. Ronald Reagan because yeah. they had some armed black folks out there that were organized yep. and he's like they were like, You know what, we gotta shut this down. <laughs> you know? 
But the idea of I watched a video. I wish I wish I would have told you about this earlier. We could have watched the video together. The idea that's so ludicrous mm-hmm. uh, to me. These people are screaming about like you're grooming children by taking them to an all ages drag uh-huh. show, and it's like. Who, it's an all-ages show. Wait, let, let back up for me. Well, my, my argument is this. Who do you think these kids are yeah. whose parents are taking them to this? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're just like... Okay, little uh, little Breston. Here we're gonna make you gay. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I know you were just playing Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare uh, Vanguard, and yeah. you were uh, you were just looking at your dad's like Playboy stash. But come on, we're taking you to the all. No, like you watch these video, like these kids are like obviously little queer kids, and they're so happy to be there, and they're just like. Like they're so happy to be around their people, and maybe they won't kill themselves because they feel like isolated in the world, mm-hmm. like everybody else has done before them. Mm-hmm. And the reason why drag is getting so much hate, like it's the the hate on du jour right now, um, because it's no longer funny, ha ha ha. It's like, oh, this is now culture. This is now like, ma- it has been mainstream. It's been normalized you know, in, in a certain uh, ways, even though black, it's still very funny. Ha ha ha. The black ballroom scene, which isn't drag. What is, is that? Is oh, you've never seen? Uh. Uh-uh. It's like, I want. It's where RuPaul came up. Okay. Um, have you seen? Um, we're the same age, pretty much. You've seen Madonna's video Vogue, right? Long time, yeah. Long millions. She's of talking when she says, "Come on, Vogue, let your body." We're gonna get yeah. copyright struck. Um, yeah, she's she's you're, talking you're, you're about that good that we're gonna get copyright yeah, struck. She's talking about the black ballroom scene, mm-hmm. which the idea we're gonna watch Paris is Burning. That's what we're doing for Pride. I mean, okay. for decadence. Paris is Burning. I, if you love documentary filmmaking and okay. you're interested in queer people, like, well, we need Let's to watch. It. We can watch it on on. We maybe we could do a a, a watch along on on. I don't on know. Uh, we could try that, but we need to watch um, on Discord. We need to watch Miss Gay USA, mm-hmm. and then Paris is Burning is like the unofficial sequel to that but anyway so the whole idea was they had drag shows these balls where like men would um queer men would dress up you know in drag and they would have it was a beauty contest and so the thing was they were racist and they Mm. wouldn't let like and you could you could come but you couldn't win Mm. and so what happened was like black people broke off from that and did their own thing and they have it's like a and they do it's it's a it's a dance form. It's a form of dance. You've seen the Madonna video. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something else where people vogue, and you might have seen. I don't know. And then also they have, you know, like runway categories mm-hmm. of just like, okay, this category is serving femme realness. So it'll be like, how passing are you? Oh, so okay. it's like yeah, yeah. the whole idea of vogue is like to try to look like a supermodel because you can never be. So we're going to have our own yeah. like. So, so runway we, model show. What you're saying is that drag is not one specific thing. It's got a range of different. It, it, yeah, things. Vogue has some drag in yeah. it. It doesn't have to be drag. Yeah, but it it, it has some elements of camp. The camp yeah. elements. Yeah. The point I was making is that because this stuff is so widely accepted that it's not funny, haha, anymore. Is now it has to be attacked. Yeah. Because there's a there's a band that broke up like a long time ago that I like to listen to called Gloss, and it's like a trans band. And they have a song called um, Future. I think it's either Future Girls or Trans Day of Rage. But she yells in the beginning of the song. She goes, you know, um, you used to call us girls and laugh. But now when I say I'm a girl, like that can't be or whatever. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. It's just like, oh, like, oh, no, no. We used to call you girls as a joke. Yeah. Like you, you actually can't like be cool and do this. 
And I, I feel like you hear my voice. Which is just basically, that is just straight up calling out reactionaries on their BS. Is Absolutely. all it is. You hear my voice getting elevated with this? Because <laughs> yeah, it's like, very I feel passionate about it. a lot of kin. Well, I grew up in the neighborhood, but more yeah. than that, I have a lot of kinship um, because I'm biracial. But I'll never, I never use that word biracial. I always say I'm black, I'm black, I'm sure, black, sure, sure, I'm black. Sure, sure. So when people say like, oh, you know, like. You don't lead with the biracial Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. If we're boys or whatever like we can talk about that but i'm like i am black because that's how i identify that's how the world identifies me and as soon as you do that like you can never like black is you know so much racism you know throughout history and not even that long ago and black was bad yeah. but as soon as you start like taking that identity and holding it as a shield and be like i am black mm -hmm. people are like oh you're not really black yeah. So it's the same thing. Well, it's the same thing of it's like you're a you're a sissy. You're a girl. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, I am. Oh no, you can't be that. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that dictates to you what you're gonna be. Go ahead. Yeah. Real quick, just uh, jump in and uh, talk about uh, Clessy's restaurant. So support from WHIV comes from Clessy's neighborhood seafood restaurant uh, and catering, located in Mid City, four five five three Bienville, New Orleans, home to reasonably priced catfish and shrimp entrees, beverages, huge TV screens, and outdoor seating. More information on, and menu can be viewed at ClessyCatering.com. C L E S I C A T E R I N G dot com. Sorry, I interrupt you. No, you're good. I'm I'm pretty much done. I hope you're recording this. I am. Yes. So we got a good one on the thing. But um No, I'm pretty much good there. I just have like very strong very strong feelings about like people being marginalized about their identity. And especially it's like how you know, like uh, we're gonna laugh at you for a thing that you do, and as soon as it's it becomes not funny anymore, we're gonna attack you for that very thing. You know, it, yeah. it's just like how it's and, and like I, I they steal this. your culture. I remember they that, try to destroy your culture first, and yeah. when they can't do that, they try to steal it. I remember, like, and this might sound like a little bit of a walk, but like, remember when Tiger Woods was really big yeah. as a golfer? It's not a walk. I know exactly what you're. And talking. like, there would be like one minute, like, like. Like, oh, wow, there's a black golfer now mm -hmm. coming up through the ranks. And then all of a sudden, it, like when he's like at the top of the sport, it's like, it's actually not really black. Exactly. I mean, he's like part he Asian or whatever. He identified himself as Blasian. Yeah. But that's fine. He can well, do I mean, that. He can make that distinction. But like, I think a better example is Barack Obama. Yeah. To where like a Barack Obama identifies as black because that's what he is. Like you can't have like literally in this country, you had the one drop rule. Like if I'm in any part, any, any part of my, um, my uh, my lineage is, is African, then I'm African and I'm excluded from this country. I mean, it was, even, suit, it was even quantified right. and legal, like, like yeah. in, ensconced in the law, you know, quadroon, octoroon, all that kind of stuff. But now that, in, but now that like you're the culture bearer and it's cool to be that, now they want to strip it away from you. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did with Obama. Oh, he's not the first black president. Why how are you gonna deny his white mom? He's not denying his white mom. <laughs> no, yeah. it's that that's that's who he is when you and, and look that, at him. That, and that is not to say anything about the content of Obama or no, what he delivered. Not at all. Not because at all. I mean, again, I'm an Obama sucks yeah, guy. So I mean and you are too, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but like like we're talking about the specific component of it. Right. It's not yeah, this isn't an I this isn't like an identity that like I chose. This is a, yeah, this is an identity it, that I took out of the mud yeah. that people tried to stomp. I took it, I cleaned it off, I shined it up, and I wear it, mm -hmm. and you, you're not going to take it back from me. Right. That's exactly right. Um, well, anyway, speaking of um, 
<laughs> the awful treatment of large quantities of black people in this country. Jackson, Mississippi right now is currently not have uh, drinkable water, uh, which is like not is becoming increasingly less uncommon in America for like large cities to not have drinkable water places like Flint, Michigan. I think there's a place in uh, a town in Kentucky uh, that also doesn't have water. Um, yeah. Have you been keeping up with this at all, Robert? With Jackson? Yes. Yeah, Kentucky? Jackson. No. Because that's only that's only two hours from us, right? Jackson? Yeah. Um, two, three, three hours. It's a, it's a little drive. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty disgusting. If you go um, up 59, you know. You have to. Yeah. I mean, when you, you know, hashtag cool country. I'm going to get that trending. That's my that's my yeah. little snark. But hashtag cool country when the government says um, you have to uh, make sure you shower with your mouth closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love America. But I don't know. I don't know that much about what caused it. I don't know if it was just a flood or like school me on it, Jeff. I uh-huh. just know it's bad. And we live in a third world country with a Gucci belt. Yeah. Well, we're, we're a broke a, boy country. We're hood rich. Yeah. Um, here is uh, an article from The Guardian. Uh, this is, uh, Dateline Thursday. Uh, all of a sudden it's undrinkable. Why an entire U S city has no clean water. Now, again, shocked, shocked to discover that a city in America doesn't have drinkable water. Remember Flint? Mm-hmm. I'm like waiting by the way for like Biden to like go to Jackson and like drink some Jackson water. <laughs> um, 30 year old Kendrick Hart remembers the warning his father gave about Jackson, the capital of Mississippi, where they both still live. They need to uh, do something about that water before it gets bad. Now the moment has come. The overwhelming majority of people, more than 150,000 in the predominantly black city, have now lost access to safe running water. Most had already been without drinkable water for more than a month, but flooding... Flooding last weekend by, week, um, by weeks of rain further interrupted operations at the city's beleaguered main water plant. Currently, large numbers have, no, uh, have nothing come out of their taps. And for those who do, it must be boiled before being consumed. So essentially, they didn't fund the infrastructure of the water plant, to, to, uh, water treatment plant to uh, make the water drinkable. And so when that fails then I guess you're just SOL citizens of Jackson, Mississippi. The situation has raised questions about the impact of the underinvestment since white families abandoned the city en masse. It also suggests how extreme flooding exacerbated by the climate crisis will take a toll on infrastructure. I mean, like, first off on that point, that frame, like, yeah, underinvestment of infrastructure is one thing, but, like, there's also what we've seen happen here when you think about what happened with the sewage and water board when they had all those big bills and they started talking about, well, this system that we've been running uh, in the city doesn't work. Right. How do we sell it off to some, um, to some private co- corporation and privatize this public good, right? That's where I'm thinking yep. this is going. No, um, 100%. Um, the idea, again, that... You're not going to fund basic things like water and infrastructure that mm-hmm. people have been screaming about for decades in America. The only time you ever do it is when it's a public-private partnership. You know yeah. what I mean? Is abs- is atrocious and that it was done because of white flight. Um, mm-hmm. These people have been abandoned in the, you know, in the rural South. Um, just shows... We're we're in bad shape, folks. Like the the whole the whole country. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Um, 
I don't know. I was I was reading something about Cuba, and mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I've said this on the show. They got drinkable water there. Yeah, I'm sure I've said this on the show, uh, or at least you know, I can't. Like, we got a Twitch channel. We got YouTube. We say I, stuff on a lot of platforms. I say that stuff all the time, but it's like the idea that this little island who's been isolated from the world, whose only allies are like Venezuela, their economic trading partners are Venezuela and Vietnam, yeah. two other countries that were ravished. Formerly, yeah. formerly uh, Brazil before they went fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. But these countries who've been like ravished by, you know, the American empire and tried to make, you know, subjects of the American empire. And there's the only, that's their only allies has managed to hold on and it's not a worker's paradise down there. It's not It's not anywhere near perfect. But being able to hold on to a standard of living that they have, mm-hmm. and we are on the edge of environmental, um, economic, and uh, infrastructure just complete collapse. Mm-hmm. It seems like every couple months, whenever the stock, whenever people decide to sell, you know, a bunch of shares, yeah. it just shows that, like, Socialism is the, it, it's better it's system. the better system. It's a better system if it's, it's not a perfect system. It's the more sustainable system than capitalism. And, and, and you know, it's very funny. Uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, hurricanes hit Cuba a lot more frequently than they do yeah. uh, the Gulf Coast, New Orleans, Houston, um, and, you know, other places in Florida. It's really, you know, interesting that when uh, Cuba gets, you know, leveled by these very, very powerful storms. They'll, they might lose some home, some housing and some infrastructure, but the deaths are nowhere near what they are here. It's not even close, proportionally speaking. Man, it just makes me think, too, because, like, yeah, I mean, we've got rivers, you know, and, and the, the rivers are overflowing, mm-hmm. like you said, in Jackson. And it's like I was watching some documentary, and it was about uh, levees, and it was just like just building levees just – the more levees that we build up in um, populated areas, all it does is just kick the problem downstream yeah. to the less populated. Ward. Yeah. Or even, no, well, to places like Jackson. Yeah, to that's like, true too. To like poor like places who are, are along the Mississippi River that can't afford to build a levee to kick the problem even further mm-hmm. down the stream. Um, yeah, I just... Green New Deal sounds better and better every day. It... it it does, and like again, the, well, you, you know, we could talk about that part. But the like, green new dream or whatever, the green dream or whatever. But like, yeah, I, I do think that there's some issues, like with the way that at least some leftists and people that are pushing the green new deal talk about it, and liberals too. Like this idea of degrowth, like it will never get popular if we're talking like that. If we're talking basically like austerity in the name of of. of what do you mean by degrowth? Degrowth is essentially like reducing um essentially rolling back like critical parts of of the society you know like to in in the name of um in the name of um lowering carbon emissions yeah and that's like the opposite of what needs to happen we need to start building up new ideas i agree with that 100 percent. it's like instead of saying we have to cut back it's like we have to shoot for the first off people aren't going to sign on it'll never get popular if it's if it's framed in a in a a degrowth fashion like 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 even if the idea is is a good one and it may very well be the uh the rhetoric behind it is never going to catch on if it's like if it can be if it could be um portrayed as austerity you know what i mean i do i I see exactly what you're saying Mm -hmm. i think 
the key it would be. We've had to, enough austerity in this country. Yeah, the key would be to, like you said, have like a like shoot for the moon, like mm-hmm. build, have like a moonshot initiative of just mm-hmm. like we're we're going for it all. We're gonna make some kind of you know have DARPA just start throwing ideas at the wall, mm-hmm. you know, of this like how can we have fuel from that needs to be a priority instead of like the yeah. F thirty five, right? Absolutely. <laughs> We could have spent what we could have. Well, how much was spent on the F thirty five? Like how many billion dollars? You might know. You're. you're I don't know. No, I'm not. Are you familiar with this this I, project? I'm not, I'm not. I'm numbers guy. No. Are you I'm familiar not. with what the F thirty five is? No. I mean, I assume it's a fighter jet. It's a, 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 a multi role fighter jet. It's a fighter jet that was like deeply invested in, like billions of dollars of of money to to like great new cutting edge systems to replace the current jet, whatever it is. And, you know, they would have issues where it would um, poison the pilot because they had a faulty exhaust system really? or it would uh, be unable to use a lot of its instruments in the rain and all this other thing. Just, just this massive investment on developing this new fighter jet, giving it to like Boeing and all these, you know, development, you know, weapons development contractors, just endlessly sinking money into that. And like not, <laughs> while like we say again, the instru- inter- infrastructure that people actually need and care about and like depend on just goes straight to hell. The last big debacle I remember was the, um, was, which I was in the Marine Corps for was the Osprey uh-huh. that they couldn't get right. It was a VTOL, like hell, it was like a transformer. It was like a VTOL, like vertical mm-hmm. takeoff and landing uh, jet and like not a fight, like. I don't even call it a jet. It was, um, but anyway, it was a plane that had rotary, like had rotors on it that could take off and land vertically. Mm-hmm. And the idea is like, like a Harrier, like a Harrier with rotors. Mm-hmm. That was the Osprey. And yeah. So idea, how is it not a helicopter? I don't know, dude. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know it's not in Microsoft flight simulator, so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, exist. <laughs> it's not real, but the idea that we have to have all this, yeah, we we're running out of enemies, dude. Like yeah. we don't have like to gain air superiority against who? It's definitely not Lockheed Russia. Martin. It's not Russia. What China? Uh-huh. To gain, I mean, I really don't know. Like, I I think China is like, China has like their generation is behind ours. I think if I I'm I'm definitely trying to remember the last because I I do like I am into avionics a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're a generation behind us. Russia is like not even on the map like and everybody else we sell to so it's like they have the same stuff we have or at least a generation generation behind behind. so it's like who are you getting air superiority over at that point like it's not about getting air superiority it's about well i mean contractors making it becomes it becomes more or more and more um more it becomes more it becomes harder to defend yeah. Like, well, why do you? Why do we need this? I pulled. The, I just pulled this up. Please do. Two facts about the F third. This is from Jacobin. Uh, Danica Katowicz wrote this article. Two. Uh, the article is called "The Government Should Cancel the F thirty five and Replace It with Nothing," <laughs> which is funny. Two facts about the F thirty five fighter plane are nearly universally recognized. First, the plane has capabilities never before seen in a fighter jet, and second, it's a complete disaster at a record breaking cost of one point seven five trillion dollars and public money with hardly anything to show for it, the F-35 project is increasingly hard to rationalize. Even top government officials are now criticizing, posing the question, 
Could the project be nearing ter- its termination? If that happens, we must be ready to demand that no similar project takes its place, even though weapons manufacturers will do everything to get their power uh, within their power to line up a new trillion-dollar contract. Um, F-35, a project accelerated out of a similar boondoggle in 2005 when former uh, Secretary Robert Gates terminated the F-22 program. The United States decided to buy buy more F-35s. This way, though, the F-22 program was canceled. Money would still flow uninterrupted from the Pentagon to Lockheed Martin. Based on the contract, it was projected uh, that the United States would produce 1,700 F-35s by 2025. Now, due to engineering and manufacturing difficulties, these procurements are running uh, extremely behind schedule. The project is also experiencing massive cost overruns with doubled maintenance costs. So it's basically like more expensive to buy them, more expensive to maintain them. They don't last at any... Like, like again, even if you're making a military assessment from a, like, if money is not an object here perspective... Like this is a failure. I so yeah, this L. is just an obvious scam at this point. Yeah, like this is uh, this is just this is just NFTs for the government. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Exactly. Well, the problem is that um, Lockheed Martin doesn't have enough money. I guess <laughs> that's the only problem I mean, that's being this solved is where here. I get kind of I don't know maybe my 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 kind of maybe being in the Marine Corps. I don't mm-hmm. know. This is why I break with a lot of leftists to where I would say like, okay, we're gonna like. A, a new multi-role fighter jet for what? Because I don't know. Like I'm, I'm actually just shooting from the hip here, mm-hmm. up because like I don't do all the time on this show. Yeah. But um, what I know about fight, what I know about combat role fighters now, I know that the idea of like dog fighting, like you watch in a movie, it's like Top Gun or whatever. Even like the new Top Gun, where there's like it's right on me, like shoot the missile lot. That does not happen. Mm-hmm. Like they've got you like twenty miles away. Mm-hmm. Dude, and they're launching on you like yeah. that. That kind of dogfighting is over. So it's like that's a, that's literally like only happens in Top Gun yeah. movies. So that 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 ended like in the eighties. So it probably ended before that, yeah, honestly. Probably. So there, there's that. And then the idea of like, okay, who do you need supremacy over at mm-hmm. this point? Like again, with China and Russia, like there's no other. There's no attempt to challenge that by China even, right? No, they don't <laughs> China, 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 is China, doing, is, China is doing soft power. China's doing economics. Yeah. They're doing smart empire stuff. Yeah. Not that they're great, but like no, they're, I'm not, not, but they're, they're not good. They're, but they're, 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 they're managing empire in a yeah. way that is much more sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. When they, when they do drop, you know, colonies or whatever, they mm-hmm. drop infrastructure there. You know, right. like we don't do. We just decide to uh, find a strong man. The United States does find a strong man. Tell them to just kind of keep the keep the locals in order and give us an army and, and have them be a part of NATO. That's right. what the United States does. Like they're but doing like, empire smarter than the United States, no question. But see, this is um, <laughs> going back to the whole like, not making a moral dis- no, like, I, I distinction. You, no, here. I said a hundred percent. I know what you mean. Like China's doing the whole new scramble for Africa and like just throwing a bunch of money in Africa because they're like yeah. that's where all the silicon. Yeah, is. and they're not investing in you know new or not the cell. You know what I mean, you nerds, yeah. you nerds, lithium ion, you know and stuff like that. But like, um, the, but, rare, the precious rare metals that make my PlayStation fives. Yeah, um, but but like again, they're not spending it on new fighter jets. They're spending it on right. infrastructure for those places. Which, I mean, again, China's got a lot of problems. A lot, <laughs> but the idea of. This is why I'll break with leftists to be like, okay, we want to spend money on the military. I'm like, human intelligence signals intelligence. I'd be mm-hmm. like, more spies, more listening posts, 
And if you want to like fund DARPA, like I'm totally, if y'all don't know what DARPA is, I forget what the acronym's for. It's a military like development. It's a think tank. It's mm-hmm. literally where nerds sit in, in rooms and go, wouldn't it be, and they just have like, wouldn't it be tight if that's the whole thing? It's, it's the, wouldn't it be cool department? Whenever I think of DARPA, I automatically think of the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I learned about DARPA. I was like, oh, this is real. The DARPA chief. We got to yeah, save the DARPA, DARPA chief. chief. <laughs> it's actually uh, Decoy Octopus the whole time. I can't. Oh, spoilers for a game that's 25 years old. Um, Join but, uh, us Wednesday, yeah. November 14th for our benefit fundraiser featuring Amigos to Samba at the Broadside. Come by and meet the WHIV uh, force and enjoy Palanta Brazil broadcasting live from Broadside 7 to 10. Donations will go towards securing new equipment for the station, shoring up our broadcast facilities, and continuing to provide you with quality programming from New Orleans' only station dedicated to human rights and social justice, WHIV 102.3 FM. Speaking of video games, Amigos do Samba. I saw what you. Did. I see what you did there. Yeah, that's very. That's very cute. I just read the. I just read the copy, my dude. Oh, I'm just saying. That's what they're. <laughs> have you? Did you ever play that, or was that uh-uh. like not a? Okay, so that was a. Um, I think you could get it like on Switch or whatever, mm-hmm. or on, on the Wii. But it was a Sega uh, arcade game, maybe. Okay. I think I was I was in the Marine Corps at the time, so uh-huh. I was in Japan, and like I, the Sega arcade had them, and it's just you play. Samba, like you play oh, maracas, okay. and it's called Samba de Amigo. Okay, cool. So it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it was like Sega when they had their whole, um, like every game. I don't know. It's, it's not like just a, Sega. like a proto Parappa the Rapper. No, I would say like they got into like the spectacle. Like if you went to a Japanese arcade, I haven't been to Jap- I haven't you know been to Japan. What's since an arcade? But if you went, like, it was just rows of candy cabinet fighting games, yeah. which, you know, they like when you play two player, they, you sit face to face, which is interesting. And then. So you, know, you just have, like, a screen between you? Or what's going so on? So you never. It's here. Look at my phone. I, all the people on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, see my, my screen lock? Describe, oh, yeah. that, describe yeah. that to people. It's a video game cabinet. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they're small and you sit down at them. And so, like, when you're playing against, so if you and I were playing together, the, uh-huh. your cabinet would be on that side. So it would be like a low angle, so that you can I can look at you. You can't really look at me, mm-hmm. but like we're just sitting across yeah. from each other playing fighting games. Like I can't the, see your I can't see your fingers and what yeah, you're inputting. Yeah. And then the rest of the game, it's like Battleship. You ever seen two people play Battleship? Yeah. Like that's how it'd be. that's that's a good but um. Descriptor. And then the rest of the games were just like these huge spectacle things of just mm-hmm. like you know huge cabinets of like. 50 different variations of yeah. uh, DDR and Samba de Amigo and stuff like that. And there's horse racing simulators. Oh, wow. You ever seen that? You ever seen that? Uh, no. So there's like... I remember that there was like a Jurassic Park game a while ago that was like a rail shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, when you say a while ago, that's... Like 25 years yeah. ago. But these horse racing simulators are crazy, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you've been to like a, a, a racetrack, right? You've been to... Um, yeah, 100 times. Whatever you Fairgrounds. Yeah, fairgrounds. So you know how they got like the closed circuit TVs or whatever? Yeah. Imagine that, but everybody and like you've got your little, you know, your little TV in front of you or whatever, and that's where you like actually like feed the horses on like whatever you grew. What? Yeah. So it's like you put your money in, right? And there's a card that comes out that you save your progress on. So you have a horse and you like feed them and you pet them and you train them or whatever. And then when you're doing all that, putting all the money in, and then when it's time to race, they're all on the big screen. So you've got these like Japanese salarymen would just be sitting. Just smoking cigarettes, watching their horse. So it's like a, it's like an actual OTB. Yes, except <laughs> there's no money coming out. 
It's just a game. Yeah, That's it's just so a weird. game. It's so weird. Now there, now there is. I don't know because gambling is the the laws are starting to be loosened. That's why a lot of these. Um, that's why a lot of these. Uh, yeah, as soon as as soon as Shinzo Abe was shot, they just loosened up all the laws. Well, that's why a lot of these video game companies like uh, Konami and stuff mm-hmm. have gotten into um, slots. They gotten into gambling. Like yeah, you know how every time I see I see a Konami truck like rolling down the street, and I get like, whoa, where's that going? And I'm like, oh, it's going to Harrah's to put some more slots in. Mm-hmm. But um, because the laws are loosening, but they used to have. Uh, you couldn't gamble in all of Japan. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is on the pachinko, you've seen it. It's the vertical pinball with all the balls. So would you like to play a game of lucky hit? Yeah. And so the pachinko, how it works is when you win all the balls or whatever, you would go exchange that for um, a token, a stuff, a toy or something. Toy. Mm-hmm. And then you could take that down like three blocks down and you could sell that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and that's it's just like a med, like a para market, you know. It's so wild. That's mm-hmm. how you'd cash out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's awesome. That's like that's like those are chips. Those are poker. Yeah, chips. absolutely. That's what they the, are. Like the casino chips. Balls. Uh-huh. But yeah, fake horse racing, dude. It's it's a trip. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you some videos of just people being really into their fake horse racing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we it's can so watch wild. that on uh, on Twitch or something. Maybe we should just watch old arcade things. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, we do have a Twitch. It's nice. Twitch.tv slash Good Morning Comrade Radio. It's pretty good. But uh, but going back to weapons. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we went all the way around. So I'm I pro. I mean, video games, weapons, they're connected. I'm pro, like, the government, like, sitting around and being like, okay, well, who are our threats? Who's trying to do stuff? Like, let's get some signal Any state would do that. Let's get human intelligence on the ground. And then I'm also pro, like, hey, like, wouldn't it be tight if we had a car that just, I mean, like a jet that ran on, you know, pasta sauce and sunlight? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool? Like, try that out and mm-hmm. see if it'll work. Cause you don't know what'll come from that. Like, just a, a think tank of weirdos. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you might get, you might get a uh, memory foam or you might get, um, you know, Skynet. You might get go either or. You might. I mean, literally, the internet is a military development from you know the U.S. state. Tor browser. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's military as well. Yeah. Um, It's just it's just gone through so many layers of abstraction that it doesn't seem like it is anymore. No, but I'm yeah. So I'm not. I'm not like hey, let's all just turn swords into plowshares and. Like, no, but we have to be realistic about our threats. But, like, but by the way, if any, like, super leftists, like, decides that they want it, they, like, are upset about the moral, like, origins of something or other, and they're posting about it on the internet, got them. Got <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they care so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah, just have to be about, like, realistic about the threats that you face. Like, the threat of, if you're worried about, you know, threats to America, Jackson, Mississippi, not having clean, drinkable, potable water mm-hmm. is more important yeah. than having air superiority over the South China Sea right now. Which you already have. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that you have to do order of operations. Like mm-hmm. we can't we can't let Rome rot from the inside while we're trying to secure its borders from all, you know, the outside either. Um it's going to fall apart from the inside and, and, and the, the, the predictable thing that if there's no um, if there's no investment in infrastructure and all these other things, there's going to be harsher mm-hmm. um, police state type measures that are going to be used to keep people in line. And I get it. And it's then, not, you know, that's not what makes money. Like there's right. no there's no clean. Wa- there's no guy. Capitalism. There's no guy who's like Senator um, Huckleberry. 
who is sitting up there in D.C. and it's like, I got, you know, if I can survive two more elections, I can go get that job, that water law to be his yeah. job. And be the the thing the is that we need, the, the, we can do that when we have 100 Democrats in the Senate, mm-hmm. you know, and, and actually when that does happen, you can't actually because because you'll have, you know, instead of one Joe Manchin, you'll have 50 Joe Manchins. Mm-hmm. We just we just fill we get John President John Fetterman. Yeah. And then we just <laughs> What we, do you think about this guy posting? I mean so like it, he's so based, dude. I'm glad that Brandon is 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 trying to mimic him as best as possible. Okay. So first off, who's John John Fetterman? Do he's, he's just a big he's a the, big boy. He's a big based boy who can like fix your plumbing and then also is going to be uh, Pennsylvania State, uh, Pennsylvania Senate. I don't know if you can fix your plumbing, he honestly. It, you, tell me John, is, you tell me John can't watch a YouTube video? He is. You he, tell me Big John can't watch a YouTube he video, He can watch bro? a YouTube video. He potentially and figure out could. how to do it? He don't he, need instructions. He's the kind of guy to go to Ikea. Well, he don't even go to I, Ikea. I, I will say that. No, I don't know. He is an Ivy League boy. I will say this. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Education's good. But, like, he, you, you tell him he don't go to no Ikea. You tell me that he can't get one of them, like, sheds. And and build you a shed mm-hmm. without instruction. He can do that. Right? Mm-hmm. He wears shorts in the snow. That's pretty cool. That so, is the coolest thing about John. Frederick. No, but he's he's like he's he's and, the future it, of the Democratic Party. He's like a like a Bernie style, or at least he's styling himself as a Bernie type Democrat. He um, recently <laughs> he he's running for uh, Senate in Pennsylvania, uh, and recently. Um, he, while running for Senate against freaking Dr. Oz, who is like the biggest weirdo person that like, like as far as like hitting a weird note, he actually is kind of like Trump in the sense that a lot like, like Trump, he's a lot like Trump, he's a lot like Trump in the sense that he's just like, like he's a complete elite and never has, would never, we, we would spit on a working person yeah, before absolutely. he even talked to him. But like. The difference is that, like, is the comparison between like Doctor Oz and Trump is that like Trump is good at like at least faking some it, some of it, mm-hmm. to the point where he can actually win people over, and Doctor Oz can't do that. And then Fetterman is like Trump in the good ways of just like he's based potential he's just, relatability. He's yeah. just doing the dozen. If you're, if you're, did Reagan say that? I can't remember, but if you're explaining, you're losing. Yeah, like you attack and attack. And attack and attack, and yeah. you never play defense. It's a, the Democratic Party always needs plays to defense. learn that. <laughs> and like a good a good example is Brandon gave his speech the other day, and it was so dope. Did like, you watch that? The, I watched. Let's clips talk of about it. that for the last five yeah, minutes. Or so. It was so dope. Like, what did he say? I he just said I, I, like I, I, fascist bad. Mm-hmm. Some Republicans bad. Um, please be better. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, everybody is wah, wah, pooping wah, wah, and peeing alert, and throwing up all over. Fox News has like oh all God. the sirens going, breaking news. And, and even Joe these, liberals, these liberals are just like, I can't believe he had the Marines out there. And then it was the lighting was so red mm-hmm. and it just looked crazy. Mm-hmm. And these liberals are just like, I don't, he, this is not the message of a unifier. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm mad at Joe Biden about with that speech? When he's talking, he tried, he, he drew a line between somehow like MAGA Republicans, whatever that means, and normal yeah. like Republican voters. I'm sorry. I don't care if you voted for Trump and you support the Republican parties because of e- economic reasons and you don't want your taxes to go up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if you have, if, if, it's, if it's, you're sitting with three of your friends, so there's four people, mm-hmm. and a Nazi comes, and he sits next to y'all, you know what you have now? You have, and nobody moves, nobody leaves, you have five Nazis. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to, there's no separation. That party, Trump, that is, that is who they are. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what Joe Biden needs to be saying. And I don't care about uniting with these people. Uniting with people who want me dead, who want LGBTQ people dead. The only I'm not uniting w- yeah. with them. The only way that you would ever work with them is if they're the ones that change, not yes, you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. A hundred percent. Because, I mean, again, the defensive the, the, the defensibility of that those positions are they that they, you know, dig their heels in on. And again, this is like largely like. I don't know. This is largely a construction in a certain way of like the press and the, you know, the, the you know, liberal press and stuff like that, because um, I don't know. Normal. <sighs> but they're acting normal. like Joe Biden just told me to go to the, yeah. the National Guard Armory and pick up and, and pick up my cash. Start smashing. Yeah. yeah. Like Start. he called for the light, the night of the long knives which at Joe, Starbucks, which Joe Brandon would never do. <laughs> He's like too much. Yeah, of a I'm coward like, come to do on, that. dude. And, and like the liberal media just falls right in line. Yeah, with it's this. like, oh, is 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 the president uh, said something? The president said people are doing bad things and should stop. Is this true? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, we got a couple more minutes here, but um, I did want to sort of touch on one last point Please. on that. And it really did. um Annoy me. I think I might have mentioned this to you. Um, and this is like, it pains me to do this. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a proud member of the uh, Jefferson Federation of Teachers, mm-hmm. uh, which is an AFT local, uh, American Federation of Teachers. And I was very disappointed to see that the president of our union, Randy Weingarten, uh, decided to, in the name of platforming, like r- like responsible Republicans or whatever, like gay in in the teachers you know teachers union journal, the American Educator gave space to um, Bill Crystal, uh, uh, to essentially make a case against fascism or whatever because. Um, because he's a reasonable Republican, despite the fact that he's been the biggest war hawk that has ever existed. He never saw a war he didn't like. Um, And it's just like one of these sorts of, like the the never Trump Republican, inviting in the vampires that are these like, like like never Trump Republicans who you like literally cannot trust. They like literally believe all the stuff that Trump says. They just don't like the aesthetic of it all. They don't, they don't like the, Mm -hmm. They want they want to the sit with me. Wins. Yeah, they mm-hmm. want they want me to. Mm-hmm. They still want to be. They want to go to Coachella and they want to go to like the Met Gala. And I would like rather that. I would rather deal with the Marjorie Taylor Greens and these people because 100%. at least she's gonna at least she's gonna be crazy and 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 unhinged and and straight up fascist in a lot of ways. But at least you know where she's what she's trying to do. Right. And you can and like, I, I really get frustrated and really get annoyed when liberals, um, sort of align with people who have the exact same positions, the exact same um, politics as these people, but they have a different, like more, like a more soft demeanor about it. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're sort of like the affable. Oh, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the war criminal you can hang out with. You no, know what no. I mean? No, <laughs> no, they're so, the worst, so, so, yeah. you know, sorry, we got to dunk tank Randy on this one. <laughs> no, let's do that. Let's do that. I, mm-hmm. I have no, I have no patience for it. I'm too old. I'm mm-hmm. too old to be playing with these people. I, I don't, these, these, uh, honestly, it's like historically you see, and I hate to, you know, boil everything down to God was Godwin's law. Like everything goes back to Nazis or Hitler or whatever, but it's like, you look at the Weimar Republic and this is exactly, can I just say, by the way, we're in better shape than they are, but this, we are going down that road of just like liberals mm -hmm. placating to fascists. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I just want to say that like, 
that whole instinct of like, oh, you mentioned Hitler first in a conversation, so you lose or whatever. Yeah. Like when you're actually talking about what happens here in these kinds of situations and like the rejoinder by the other side is you just can't ever talk about the Hitler stuff. Right. Like that's just a way of shutting down a conversation I mean, without just, any kind of, yeah, uh, it's with, just, without any meaning. And like, like I understand if people are like demagoguing and misapplying these sort of lines and saying like, Oh, you know, me and you and I are in an argument. Well, you're Hitler. Like that's right. different than like, that is different than like, um, like actually like analyzing the time in the, in the, in the space of these sorts of things. And it's just the, the, cause it's stuff that really happened. The analogies are just too perfect. You have mm -hmm. a crumbling, you have a crumbling empire, mm -hmm. uh, whose infrastructure is crumbling, mm -hmm. um, retracting empire with crumbling inf uh, infrastructure. You have an aggressive, um, racist, sexist, uh, political wing mm -hmm. and then you have liberals who just allow them to run rough, mm -hmm. roughshod over over norms and you have spiraling inequality yes. critically and and again the one thing that the liberals and the conservatives in this country share is their economic position yes they're leaving working people behind because they they can they um they're it's in their mutual material interest to advance the project that we currently have well anyway yep. Uh, as as time kind of winds down, uh, I did want to once again, um, if the weather holds up, invite folks. Like huh? Looks like it's not. But yeah, it I might not hold up, but uh, the Democratic Socialists of America New Orleans are holding a barbecue today uh, out at, um, at City Park. Uh, check our social media for more information on that. Uh, you can also check me out on Twitter at Eminent Prof. Catch Robert at Comrade Morning. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash goodmorningcomraderadio. Uh, and, yeah, um, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, anything you want to weigh out, Robert? No, I'm good. All right. We love you, everybody. Bye-bye. Jobs. What do they got to lose? Well, we're, we're going to organize. That's uh, Yeah, is that...